now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do just about all the time lately. Yep. We drive around in the old motorhome and we look for music and we find it and we play it and we put it here on a radio show. That pretty much uh, sums it up, Leo. That's that's about it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, You know, people ask us, they say, Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? And that's a fair question. And we try to give it our best answer. Well, you know. We've thought about it. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, answers. There's a lot of opinions. And then there's ours. Yeah. And we define it as music with... Distinctive American American roots. roots. That's true. And uh, that's a mighty broad palette. Oh, it really is. There's a bunch of stuff. Oh, it could be, you know, it could be all kinds of music. It could be Motown. It could be rock and roll. It could be ska. It could be blues. (laughs) I've been saving ska. You've been saving ska. Uh It could be be heavy metal. Show tunes. Bluegrass. Country. Old-timey. Gregorian chants. (laughs) That's easy for you to say. I I didn't say it so well, but I'm working on it. I can't wait. And I'm still trying to find some Gregorian chants that originated in America. Okay, good. Okay. Well, there's this guy named Greg that did some... (laughs) Uh, he used to live behind me, and he was kind of into Zen and stuff. Yeah, I should have recorded it. You should have recorded yeah. that. Did he have the little chime bells going? Yeah, in? yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It was, it was awesome. Fine. It could be barbershop. <laughs> it could be. It is barbershop. Uh, it could be that and more. It could be that and more. And of course, the format of the show is uh, we each show up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that and, we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. And we take turns. We do take turns. And I think uh, you started last time, right? I did. So it's your turn to kick I am, it off, Leo. I'm on point here. Okay, uh, Franklin Joseph Lyman. And uh, this guy, otherwise known as Frankie Lyman, right? Okay. Uh, he was best known for being uh, the lead singer uh, in a band called the... Uh, Frankie, uh, the, uh, the Teenagers. Okay. All right. He was born in uh, 1942 in September. And the guy had, uh, he, f- among other things, the Teenagers have a kind of a distinction as being, um, was an integrated group. And, and it included three African-American members and, uh, and some uh, Puerto Rican members, uh, two of them. So their first uh, single in the 1956 was Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Oh, okay. First one out of the bag. Biggest hit they ever had. Yeah, you bet. I mean, they stayed in the limelight in a way, but they never had that number one hit again. But anyway, um, he had a he had kind of a checkered history and a bad end, unfortunately. Uh, he was arrested in 1966 on a heroin charge and was drafted into the United States Army in lieu of a jail sentence. Wow. So they say, you can go to jail or you can go to the Army. He wow. said, oh, I guess I'll go to the Army. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, not a big choice. But uh, he uh, ended up doing very well. Uh, a major promotion, though, had been arranged for him. He, he went up and down on the scale, and uh, he, uh, eventually he got a, a, a big break and was invited back to New York where he had a, a big promotion going on, right? And he, Well, he had, uh, he had trouble with heroin all of his life, but after he got into the service, 
and um, he got away from it. But he decided to party because he was having a big old time, and he overdosed and died around about that time. Very wow. sad, very sad. But listen, this guy did some incredible things, and he in, in uh, he he uh, influenced a lot of other people, like Michael Jackson. Okay, if you listen to his vocals, you hear that all over the place. That high, real high tenor harmony and everything. One final thing I'll say about this. Um, even after his death, there was a lot of controversy surrounding his estate. Uh, and that is he got married a lot and didn't divorce anybody. Oh, wow. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, after he died, there was a big, a big match, you know, a lot of arguing about who was the rightful you know, uh, widow and everything else. And they, they finally hashed it all out. But it, it, not that it matters. It, it's just a part of his, you know, it's part of the way things were at the time. Yeah, part of the story. So let's just, but listen, the song I chose was not his biggest hit. It just happens to be my most favorite uh, Frankie Lyman song, and it's called uh, Little Bitty Pretty One from That's a good tune, man, right there. All right, Raj, I think it's your turn. Okay, so uh, I'm going to do a follow-up. All um, right. And uh, remember, I think it was last show, I featured a guy called Joseph Huber. Yeah, I remember. a song yeah. called Moondog. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool tune. Mm-hmm. But I mentioned that he was uh, in a band called uh, the 357 String Band. 
As a matter of fact, he left and the band broke up. Right. So yeah. I wanted to follow up because uh, these guys are um, they're they're fun, and uh, I just thought we ought to feature one of their tunes. Um, they they started in 2004. They broke up in uh, 2012, and it says. Um, Anything but derivative, the 357 string band pays homage to both the dark roots of Americana, the fatalistic murder ballads, sneering outlaw country, and unforgiving gospel. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. The, the result is something the band calls uh, calls street grass. Okay. And I got to tell you what, it's it's just a real fast, hard drive, and it reminds me of split lift Rayfield. Yeah, we met them Wichita, down in Wichita. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I featured those guys a while back. All right. So uh, let's give these guys a listen. It's from their album Ghost Town from 2006, 357 string band doing Pig in a Pin. mad at that bass or what <laughs> he's slapping the hell out of it yeah he really slaps it oh that's very rhythmic there yeah well everybody towel off and, and, i mean and you're right man that's really that's pretty fast it I mean, just goes even man. by bluegrass standards that's, right that's really fast yeah it's pretty wow. frenetic I, it, it's just a lot of fun it is it is okay leo well what do you want to follow that one up with i got a guy named william thomas murray um and he was better known as Billy Murray, right? Okay. And I'm interested in this song for two or three reasons. I'm going to kind of tick them off to you. But he was born uh, in uh, 1877. Wow. All right. And um, he was one of the most popular singers in the United States in the early part of the 20th century. And, and he, uh, he received uh, a lot of star billing in vaudeville, but he is really best known uh, for his work in the recording studio as primitive as, as they were. Wow. Recording environments, you know, were like... They didn't have electric electric microphones until later on, so these lead lead singers, he called his uh, his style hammering style because they basically had to lean into the horn of whatever recording they were supposed and shout into it. 
Seriously, because it was all mechanical. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what you're, the. So your uh, what your voice created is what vibrated the needle. That's right. Wow. Right directly to the wax cylinders. Yeah. And we've talked about that in the past too. Mm-hmm. The whole recording technology. How you know you could only make so many copies of a record at right. once, depending yeah. on how many you know. So anyway, he uh, his parents were born in Ireland, and he was he was born in the United States, but um, they moved uh, from a County Kerry in Ireland. Now, he became fascinated with the theater uh, after his family actually moved to Denver, right? Oh, my. And uh, he started studying, and he, he wanted to be a, in the minstrel shows. And, and he finally, somebody said, well, this one of the guys that had this very loud projecting voice that they could really make these kind of recordings with. So he was drafted in to do it. So, but he did all kinds of stuff. Now, he did a lot of comic songs, too. And, and the comic songs, he often deliberately sang slightly flat. Oh, my. Well, because he thought it felt helped help the comic effect, right? Sure. Just to make it seem a little more silly. But, um, and then later on, when the electric microphones came along, his style was kind of replaced with the crooning style, All right. which could be, you know, recorded at, at lower volume levels and stuff. And so it kind of went out of vogue until he kind of adjusted to it. He had to learn how to sing softer. I was going to say, hey, back off, Billy. Back off a little bit, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> wow! But now uh, he he, he uh, uh, Variety magazine estimated that he made get a load of this somewhere between six thousand and ten thousand recordings in forty five years. Holy cow! And, and there are a range of different pseudonyms, right? The different uh, names he used and everything, uh, selling up to three hundred million records. Good gosh! Now the song I've chosen. Uh, the play of his is something you and I have kind of a personal uh, relationship with. Uh, Irving Berlin um, did a, he wrote a lot of show tunes and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the name of the musical he wrote this song for, but I don't think it ever be, went on stage. The song is called C-U-B-A. Right. Okay. Okay. I wondered if that's where you were going. That's where I'm going. So Billy Murray uh, recorded this song in 1920. And I was digging around, and I actually found a copy of this song. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to play here right now. This is Billy Murray, C-U-B-A. Uh, it's recorded in 1920. Not so far from here, there's a very lively atmosphere. Everybody's going there this year. And there's a reason the season opened last July. Ever since the USA went dry, everybody's going there and I'm going too. I'm on my way to Cuba, that's where I'm going. Cuba, that's where I'm staying. Cuba. Flowing and where dark eyes tell us, like their fellas, Hannah tell us, Cuba, where all is happy. Cuba, where all is gay. Why don't you plan a wonderful trip to Havana? Hop on a ship and I'll see you. In C-U-B-A Take a friend's advice 
drinking in a cellar isn't nice. Anybody who has got the fright should be a Cuban. Have you been longing for the smile that you haven't had for quite a while? If you have, then follow me and I'll show the way. Come on along to Cuba. There's where I'm going. Cuba. dry I am. That's great. As an outro. You know, you, you just reminded me that uh, that's funny how that song is listed. You can do C-U-B-A, but that's not how. It's dot or C-U-Dash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turns out we did feature this once before. I, I went back and checked where we were listening. Uh, episode 18. Long time long ago. Long time ago, yeah. Uh, but that that was the Austin Lounge Lizards version. That and that's we, the one we learned it from. We learned it from. Right. Uh, but this song has another uh, verse in it. A second verse. Yeah, that we don't know. Now and, I have to go uh, back. So, hey, you know, if anybody wants to give that a listen, go to Spotify or go to our website, uh, com, and uh, you can... Check out uh, episode 18. Episode 18. Yeah. So there you go. And you know what? What? We have burned up uh, this whole segment. My goodness, yes. We're right in there. So tomorrow is moving day. It's always moving day. It it is. Uh, So we got to go out and police the area. I guess it's your turn to check the tire. I think it's your turn to check the tire. (laughs) Nice try. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go get my breastplate and my helmet. Go dress up. I've uh, I've added a mouth guard. Too. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to need to take a picture of you. And yeah, pretty much. I'll suit it up to check the tire. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Well, we're back. We are back. I, I did uh, did the tire thing. Right. Yeah. Is that uh, gear kind of hot? It is. Yeah? Yeah. It looks hot. Well... And it, you look all sweaty. I am. And it's yeah. the helmet and the breast, the breastplate, you know, it's it's an old catcher's breastplate. Yeah. I figured it'd kind of maybe save me, but boy, it's heavy and hot, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a little red in the face right okay. now. Do we have any beer? <laughs> I could use, I could use a you're cold not, beer. You're not drinking our apologetic uh, beer. Fair not. Well, nope. come on, man. Yeah. I'm, Sorry. I'm feeling apologetic right now. <laughs> well, you should because of... Uh, where we are, uh, we are broadcasting this week from the uh, what we thought was uh, Shady Grove, Ohio, and, and there right? is a place. It's but it turns out it's like an unincorporated. Leo's like, I found this place called Shady Grove, Ohio. Yeah, uh-huh. and we got to go there, and I'm like, okay, well, and yeah, here we are, like and, and uh, we did. Yeah, and there's nothing. Uh, so what did you find out? It's an unincorporated place in Ohio. I mean, there's nothing here. Um, so it's like crickets. Yeah. yeah. We do have a lot of crickets. 
it's very quiet. If it wasn't for the crickets, yeah. you could hear yourself breathe. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so. it was nice of uh, Dave's, uh, Dave's service station here to let us Well, uh, he's plug we're camped in. out back. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> he threw us an extension cord. At least we could keep the refrigerator running. Right. You know? Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. So uh, th- this hasn't been one of our uh, better uh, campsites. We kind of maybe uh, called this one wrong, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Because usually what we do is we go to a place and then we do the research. That's right. We find, oh, look, yeah. at, oh. tell me about your town. Yeah. No, and, not and, so uh, much. It no, didn't work I, out this no, time. No, not much time. Right? But, you know, whatever. It, uh, we'll put that one down in the books. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, anyway. Okay. Well, you know, and, and people ask us. They say, you know, and especially now they're probably going to ask us. What the hell were you doing? (laughs) What were you thinking? What were you thinking? You know, you drive around this old RV (laughs) and you stay at these Shady Grove RV parks most of the time. And, and, uh, you know, of course, that's what we do. That's what we do. And, you know, we've been doing pretty good. This is our 99th episode. It is. And this is the the first real singer we've got. Well, maybe we need a little quiet time. I guess. And, and uh, I'm ready to go, though. Tomorrow can just be fine. Look at it this way, Roger. It's going to cost us less beer because we don't have anybody to apologize <laughs> That's to. That's true. We could apologize to each other. Each other. Hey, I got sorry little... I brought you here, Roger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, who have these things called... Ranches, ranches, you know, and uh, of course, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch and the Dos, Dos Cervezas Mountains. I wish we had a couple of those. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out in western Kansas, Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills, and of course, Orrin Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. And, uh, you know, we were like, oh, we don't have a ranch. Well, we don't have a ranch. You know, yeah. Until our pal Suzanne set us straight and she said, you get have, over yourself. She said, you got the biggest ranch of all. You've got a ranch without fences. fences that's it, exactly right. It's the entire right. continental United States. And we States. really appreciate that. Yeah, we do. We do. And we ride that range in our RV called... Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Why you ramble? Oh, yeah, sweet Rosie. Ah, uh, Rosie gets us there. She brought us all the way here. And she's going to get us out of to here this tomorrow. To this godforsaken place in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to take a chance every now and then. We rolled the dice on this one, yes, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay. Came up snake eyes. That's right. All right. I think it's your turn, Roger. <laughs> it is. So I woke up in the middle of the night. As you usually do, because you're getting to be that age. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I was thinking of a song. Yes. It was Beans in My Ears. <laughs> Okay. Of course you were. So uh, it was the Serendipity Singers. Yes, it was. Yes. So uh, I I got to looking into it a little bit. Uh, They were, you know, they kind of came out of that whole folk explosion, you know, the new Christy Minstrels and Mm -hmm. that type of thing. Well, they um, they came uh, from a folk oriented folk. Oriented, oriented group. Yes, I'll uh, help you with the big words. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that started at the University of Colorado. There were seven original members, and they called themselves the Newport Singers. Okay. So um, in the 60s, 63, they played a lot in that Denver, Boulder, Front Range region, and then they got an offer uh, based on a telegram. <laughs> a telegram, wow. From uh, from New York City. Um, New York City? Get a rope. Get a rope. And uh, it was uh, a guy named, uh, the agent was um, 
William Morris agent. Uh, his name was Fred Weintraub. And he offered them a, a record contract. Okay. And they went to New York City. Wouldn't you? Uh, yes, I would. And uh, the guy owned the Bitter End in Greenwich Village. Man, these are all famous names, man. Right. Yeah. And uh, and he agreed to manage the group. So um, the, he kind of looked at him and he goes, well, seven people, you need two more people to really round it out. I don't know what the reasoning was. <laughs> but they brought in a couple of University of Texas students and got all rehearsed up and everything. And, and then they said, you know... Um, about the name, there's another group calling themselves the Newport Singers. And, and, and he said, why don't you call yourselves Serendipity? <laughs> and they, so they mm. talked about it, and they said, okay, how about Serendipity Singers? And oh, okay. So that's how that came about. Gotcha. They uh, rehearsed and everything, and then they, um, they ended up, they got uh, a contract for six appearances on the weekly Hootenanny show during the fall of 63. That was a big deal then. And yeah. that got, got them really going. Uh, but really, their, their record sales really took place from 1964 to 65. But then what happened, the group's name was sold in the 70s, and you know where I'm going with this. I do. Resulting in an entire new lineups of group members performing under the name, the Serendipity Serendipity Series. Series, There are 20 groups out there. Right. Anyway, um, but I'm not going to play Beans in my ears. (laughs) You're not. And I'm not even going to play their big hit. Man, I got myself all worked out. I'm not even going to play their big hit, Don't Let the Rain Come Down. That's another big one. Yes, I I do. I've got all those in the pocket, but I ran across this one I'd never heard of. That's from 1965, the Serendipity Singers doing Run, Run, Chicken, Run. So 
Jeez, man. Okay. Oh, good Lord. Well, uh, can you pull us out of this? No. <laughs> okay. You were going farther in. I'm gonna, listen, this may be the set of we're, all time right we're here. We're caught in a vortex I right am, now. I'm going to take us down a hole. You know, here's the thing. I've been trying to figure out how to, to introduce this particular brand of music, which we've talked about uh-huh. uh, on, uh, in our introduction before. We've never done. Okay. Right? But for, in order to tell you the story properly, I have to take you back, way back to the early 1900s. A guy, uh, his name was Ernest Raymond Gant. And uh, he was born in February of 1907. He was an adventurer, a businessman, a World War II veteran, and he was a founding father of the tiki culture. Oh, cool. Now, he changed his name legally to Don Beach at some point, right? Okay. And he expanded. He had a, he had a place uh, called Don the Beachcomber and, uh, in, in Hollywood, California. And he eventually ex- expanded the thing to really hundreds of... Of franchises all over the place, including one which was then in the territory of Hawaii, ah, way wow. before it was admitted as a state. So this guy now, he kind of was the guy that kind of created this environment into what this guy named Martin Denny. Okay, and he that was, name I, I know. He was born in 1911, and uh, he was an American pianist and stuff, and, and he was known as the father of exotica. Right. Okay. Okay, I've then, heard that. Okay, here we go. So he had a he was a, a established keyboard player, a great arranger of stuff, but he was born in New York City and, and raised in Los Angeles. Classic, you know, studied the classics and everything. And in January 1954, Don the Beachcomber brought him to Honolulu for a two week engagement, and he stayed with him there. He couldn't leave; he loved the island so much. He formed his own combo in 1955, and uh, performing under contract to, at the Shell Bar. In in um, Hawaiian Village, which is something that you know Don Beach basically built up out of nothing. Now get a load of this. This is a great story. During an engagement at the Shell Bar, Denny discovered what would become his trademark and the birth of Exotica. Uh, the bar had a very exotic setting, right? I mean, this thing was done up with palm trees and ponds and stuff. Lots of bamboo. I'm Lots sure. of bamboo. Yeah. You know. And ladies walking around, you know, in little dresses and stuff. And right next to the stage, there was a little pool of water. And, he, and there were real frogs in it. Nice. Okay. So, um, and, you know, palm trees and everything. So, anyway, it's a great blue night. Uh, it's, the band was playing. Danny became aware of these bullfrogs in the pond started croaking, right? And it blended with the music, you know? And later he thought, oh, that's fun. It was just a coincidence. So, that, you know, a little later on the night, they were playing that song again, and the, the frogs started up again. And he goes, hmm. This time the band, though, they kind of picked up on the whole thing, and so they started making bird sounds and frog sounds and all kinds of stuff to go with the music. In fact, uh, it, it got to be a thing. So they played the whole, and they're going, oh, this is fun. Well, he thought that was it. Well, the next night, uh, a guy came out from the audience and says, would you play that song with all the birds and, and everything in it? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and they go, well, all righty. Yeah. So, well, the, the name of the song was Quiet Village. Okay. Okay. And uh, he, he, decided, he incorporated it into the act. Later on, he went on to record it with the band, and it sold over a million copies. It was awarded a gold disc. Awesome. So this song is possibly the very first Exotica 
song, Brand Name Exotica, which we haven't had one on our show, I don't think, yet. No, that we branded that way. This is Quiet Village, the way he recorded it in 1958. frogs and stuff it's awesome how much weirder can it get well you know i've been over here listening and i and i thought okay i gotta pull this out of this Uh oh. and i can't 
<laughs> Listen, believe it or not, I was trying, but... It, uh, no, I, we're just going to go deeper. We're going to go deeper. We, we are in the vortex. Okay, here we go. This is a group that I've had sitting here for a long, long time, trying to figure out what to do with them. I can't find anything up on them. You know, sometimes okay? that's it. I mean, you, you hear a band and you go... You look all over, you go to Wikipedia, you go on the internet, you can't yep. find anything, you know? So uh, I have three tunes uh, of theirs kind of set aside, but I'm going to go with this one. It's a group called the Washboard Wonders. Yeah, never heard of them. Yeah, well, we're going to listen to their hit, Cheating on Me. <laughs> Of a sweetheart, I hope to be. I trusted you, now I thought you'd be true. My love was so strong that I went along, never dreaming that you'd do me wrong. Love is a game, and I played on the square. But you're the kind who can never play fair. I may forgive, but sure you live. Someday you're gonna be sorry you cheated on me. Decide Done. what do you call that? Uh, that's you know, it's kind of jug band, kind of tin pan alley. Tin pan, I think tin yeah. pan alley, you yeah, know, probably. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, yeah. cool, great. Hey, listen, we're still kind of um, we've been talking about this for a while, uh-huh. trying to pick up a sponsor, you know, right? And, and it occurs to me that one of the issues we have on the road, you know, I mean, let's face it, it's like our personal appearance. Right, right. We got to look right. I mean, oh get, yeah, even on the radio, you even on the radio, right. yeah. you do have a face made for radio. By the way, well, thank you. You're welcome. Well, I've been wondering if you'd noticed anything, uh, I, I, Roger. I didn't want to bring it up. Uh-huh. I'm doing this as gently as I can. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's something about that has really changed. Yeah. Well, it's your hair. Yeah. I, I was wondering if you'd notice. I, oh, you, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, well, I've been. Kind of concerned about you know my hairstyle and all that type of stuff, and and I found this new product. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's it and it's it kind of did a home permanent. Yeah. I'm, now I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's totally permanent. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> but, but yeah. But anyway, what it, do you got? Well, it sounds like a pretty cool company. Okay, give it a listen. 
did. With Richard Hutnut Care. I can see that. Use quick the new home permanent for a wave beyond compare. It is, it is, yeah. Folks will stay. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have. Beautify your hair. With quick the new home permanent for lovely wavy hair. Oh, man. Quick has lots of lanolin for the healthy looking shine. It is shiny. Lanolin, Protect yeah. your hair from damage, keeps it smooth and keeps it fine. Smooth, well, so fine. wave your hair. People are staring. Thank you. You're welcome. Look out. We're backing up. We're backing up. Well, we do back that's, up. That's what we do. Yeah, right? we're the derriers. And we back up. We back up. That's, that's what it. we got our name. That's what we got our yeah. name, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, this is the part of the show. If you've just tuned in, uh, you've come to our favorite part of the show. This is where we just get right down and beg. beg we uh, just beg, yeah. Uh, we beg people to go to our website. I mean, please. Check things out. Yeah. You know, we're I mean, just sitting out here and nobody notices. I mean, yeah. And, you know, just uh, let us know uh, that you're out there. Uh, the uh, website for this show is thederrieres.com. And we, we emphasize We implore the, you. Please. Yeah, do not forget the. The. It's a tiny word, but if you it's forget only three it. letters, but. If you forget it, you will never forget never it. Never forget it again, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. We the speak derriers. from experience. Thederrieres.com. Right. right. And of course, the one for the band is. Well, that's threetrailswest.com uh, with the number three. Right. And there you'll find all, uh, information about our band. You can order uh, CDs, stickers, you know, and, and check our schedule and, you know. Whatever you want to do there. Well, yeah. Actually, if you go to either website, you'll find a lot of content. content. And if you watch it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented but there's so much you there could is. become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll get you straightened out on it. Yeah, there's contact us tabs at both websites. Or you can get right to us with our email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D. At thederriers.com. Right. Hey, you know, the other thing you can do is if you go to thederriers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, and you can uh, listen to or download uh, any of our past episodes. Download them and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your... Leisure suit. Yeah. We've done something new now, too. Yeah, you can go to Spotify. That's and right. Look for Americana Roadshow, and uh, all the past episodes are there. So that all might be 99 easier. of them here pretty quick. Well, uh, it'll be 99 real soon. That's yeah. real soon, yeah. 99 episodes of There Airs on the Wall. Anyway, uh, as our buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowhere without, without the, the derriers. And now we've made that as easy as possible. That's right. That's right. Well, Leo, um, I do believe it is back to you. Well, you know, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of friends uh, in the radio business, basically, right? We have friends. We have friends. Yeah, it, really, <laughs> honest. Let me. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> they will tell you. Oh, yeah, we know those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Right. That's exactly <laughs> that's, how they say it. That's too. about how they say it, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them is Bob McWilliams. Oh, yeah. And he has a show that he's been doing forever mm-hmm. uh, at KNU, KANU over in Lawrence, Kansas, called mm-hmm. Trail Mix. Yeah. And um, he's really good. I mean, that guy is deeply ste- uh, steeped in the uh, folk and bluegrass mm-hmm. genre. Okay, so I-, I listen to him as often as I can, but I happen to miss this one show. But our friend Art Jackson was listening. Oh, yeah. And Art, and then Art wrote to me and said, <laughs> I heard this show on Bob McWilliams, the song on Bob McWilliams' show, and I liked it, and I think you guys ought to play it. So I checked it out. We, we, hey, we should tell people the name of that show is Trail Mix. It's Trail Mix, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it it's a great show. Yeah. Okay, so 
here's the here's the thing. This uh, this kid is called uh, his name. His full name is Trajan Wellington. He goes by Trey. Okay. All right. And uh, he, he was just a kid, you know. He didn't. He got attracted to the music at the age of thirteen, and somebody gave him an electric guitar, right? And he became interested in learning how to flat pick, which is, you know, that's an important skill. If you're going to flat pick a guitar in bluegrass or, or a lot of country music, you bet. flat pick is a style of guitar. But then he went on, he became good at it. He started picking up traditional bluegrass and then jazz and progressive bluegrass, blues, rock, you know. And he's gone on to play with some of the most accomplished musicians in the world. Uh, before he was 21... He received a number of awards and accolades, including two awards from IBMA, International Bluegrass Music Association, right? Um, It was a 2019 Momentum Instrumentalist of the Year and 2019 Momentum Band of the Year. Wow. That's that's, that's high cotton. That's tall cotton right there. Yes, sir. But he just keeps going out. He keeps knocking it out. But the the one um, the one song and Art kind of turned me on to it. It's it's really cool. Uh, it's it's a band. Uh, it's a song called uh, "Wasted Time," and it's a, a recent song. It was just recorded uh, in twenty twenty two, right? Okay. So keep this kid uh, in your sights here. He's really something. Trey Wellington, "Wasted Time." <laughs> Once upon a time, I don't know what to believe, nor did I do a crime. I was just in the wrong place, a mind of my own. It's hard to tell when the bottle's what you rely on. Right or wrong Wasted time is my story Twenty years at my feet No one to help me now How can I feel free? Great stuff. Uh, the name of the album is uh, it's called Black Banjo. 
Yeah. And the whole album is really, really cool. Yeah. So there you go. Well, hey, thanks to uh, Art for turning us on to that. And thanks a, to Bob for playing it. Yeah, That's man. A, yeah, man. We got we to get in touch with Bob more often. He's... You know he's a good resource. Oh, you know. he's all all on the edge of that music. He, he so, really yeah. is. It's okay, Roger. It's back to you. Okay. Well, I'm going to do another follow up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Remember, I don't know. Not uh, pretty recently, I featured um, somebody that our pal Katie turned me on to. Katie turns us on to a lot of. She's stuff. great, yeah. man. And, and uh, a gal by the name of Sunny Sweeney. Remember, we did that song. A song yeah. can't fix yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Real yeah. cool tune. And uh, she was. Uh, she did that. And a guy by the name of uh, Paul Cawthon was uh, um, featured on that song. Okay. okay. So I looked into this guy, Paul, and um, he's from East Texas. He uh, it, he sounds like a pretty interesting dude. He he was uh, born, grew up in a very religious household. His father was a song leader in a, a church. His father uh, his father's twin brother was the preacher there, and the church didn't allow musical instruments. Ooh. So it was all a cappella singing, mm-hmm. right? So, um, but he, his, uh, he was really influenced by his grandfather, and his grandfather was uh, named Jim Paul Cawthon, and uh, he had spent time in the 50s with uh, Billy Holly and the Crickets, oh. and was good friends. Wait friend. a minute, Buddy Holly. Or Buddy Holly, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, Billy Buddy, long. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, thank you. <laughs> Buddy Holly and the Crickets, and he was good friends with uh, Holly's bandmate, Sonny Curtis, who later fronted the crickets? Oh, oh okay. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Maybe. So, well, hey, there you go. There you go. Uh, so he got a lot of influences. His grandfather gave him his first guitar and all that type of thing. So, uh, uh, but his mother taught him how to sing harmonies at a young age. We know what that's like, right? Yep. So, um, but I like his style. Uh, they call it alt country, you know, alternate country. Uh, but it's from uh, from an album he did in 2016 called My Gospel. This is Paul Cawthon doing Still Driving.
timpani drum His stuff. I do yeah. too, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you, Katie, for that tip. That's a good one. We do we do appreciate it. All right, Leo, what's next? You know how we like to feature friends of ours whenever we can? You bet. Because we met a lot of people yep. up and down the road. Well, down at the Walnut Valley Festival, which we talk about a lot, one mm-hmm. year we met this guy named Gord Acri. Oh, Gordy, yeah. <laughs> Gordy, from Arizona. And uh, he showed up that first year we met him. He was driving a, a freight liner. Cab uh, over. Cab over. It, it with, uh, and he'd taken a fifth wheel and turned it around backwards and mounted on that, and that's what he was camping in. Yeah, it was amazing. a two-story outfit, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was cool. He also played, uh, he built, he makes banjo picks, mm-hmm. and uh, he writes a lot of music, and um, he also plays a very strange-looking banjo. Yeah, he but, does. But he plays it well. Yes, he does. Well, he came out with an album in 2010. He sent me a copy of it. And um, he did this song that you and I have played a lot. Okay. Because this is a jam tune that we learned from him that we play around the campfire now. Okay. So enough said. Let's listen to Gord Acri. The name of the song is Going to See Evil.
Way to go, Gord. Hey, that's great. Uh, you know, I never heard the recorded version. I haven't uh, either. You know, we played it a ton of times. It's great tunes. Right. So. But uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's a great it's a re- yeah. great recording. Thanks, Gordy, for writing that. That's a good tune. Oh, hey, look at the time. Hey, I think we're out of time. This is. There may be people that are grateful that we're out of time for this show. because <laughs> If there's anybody still left listening. <laughs> <laughs> find oh, out, right? what, what a weird, weird show uh, So we got to figure out where we're going next week Oh that's right, whose turn is it to uh, do what? Let's see, uh, you get to throw the dart So I got to get the map Go back okay, and so get the map the Way back there yeah, I know, I know. In that back, under the, the clothes Got it Alright, alright Ooh, yeah ooh. man, this thing is just getting fragile Yeah, we can see right through but, there uh, Yeah, you can, all the little pinpricks I mean, we need to put a light behind it. You it think so? It could be a new constellation. No, that would be too cosmic. That's true. Sorry. Okay, there I, got it is. I got it set. Okay, fine. Okay, you get the dart. Oh, the dart. Yeah, spoon that's drawer. In the, the spoon drawer. It's over here. Yeah. Hold on for a get second. It. Get it. Okay. Oh, no, no, careful, two. Careful, careful. Uh, two. There it is. There got it. it. Yep, 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 okay. yep, yep. Okay, right. I got it. I get got over it. in the circle. I'm in the circle. Are you ready? No. Okay, here okay. we go. Yep. Turn around. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh, wow. oh now wait a minute. Down and we went That's west. That's kind of central there. Central. South uh, of uh, south of where we live. It's a city, Joplin, Missouri. Joplin, Missouri. Oh, man. Hey, maybe we can pick up the uh, pick up Route 66. Route 66. On the way. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that'd be fun. There's a famous song about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll relive a, a, a childhood fantasy. <laughs> we wish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this, has been a, this has been kind of a whacked out show. This has been a weird one. Yeah. But, uh, we have a lot of fun. I enjoyed uh, oh, it. Absolutely. It's a good time. Okay, well. It's I time guess for we'll, us to kind of pack up and get out of here. Yeah, we'll do that. All so right. uh, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriers. <laughs>